listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey Faith, I got a question. Do you? Yes. What's your question? Actually, Kimberly has a question. Kimberly. The listener, she sent in a question and it says, one thing I'm curious about as someone who's given little time to voice work, is Faith's thoughts on voice. I feel voice is the biggest obstacle between me and passing, but sometimes I don't even want to change my voice that much. People are plenty nice to me as a visibly trans woman in my weird liberal corner of the country. Other times I hate waking up next to my fiancé and responding to a, you're my pretty girlfriend, with a deep, no you. Since you're doing a show via audio, How do you feel about your voice? And do you feel you need to, quote-unquote, force a better voice for the show? I feel like older and newer episodes show different qualities in your voice. Some earlier ones sound quite forced, while now your voice sounds a little more relaxed. Have you done vocal training? And if so, what resources do you recommend? It's a lot to unpack. I... Glad. Thank you for listening, Kimberly. Yes, thank you, Kimberly. I'm glad you've listened enough to notice the differences in my voice. Me too. This is an interesting insight because I talk to her every day and the changes have been pretty gradual. So to hear your input is pretty interesting to me. I don't know. What do you yeah. think? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I know that when I used to do YouTube videos, mm-hmm. I would I actually pulled up some of those old videos from like 2005 or something. Mm-hmm. And listen to him and I'm like, oh my God, my voice sounds so terrible. I used to sit there and like practice it before the video. And then... And now looking back, that sounds terrible? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I feel like I've gotten better, but it's like Kimberly says, voice is often if you're going to fail passing. Mm -hmm. Or for those of us like me or like Kimberly who feel kind of maybe like we're on the edge of passing and like not quite there all the time Mm -hmm. or sometimes we can pass, sometimes we can't. Voice is a really big indicator to people who you meet or who you talk to. And if you show up, you know, even if you're dressed in the nines and you're like, hey there, buddy. Mm -hmm. The perfect body, perfect hair, none of that matters if that's how you sound. If you can't do the voice right. And so it's tricky. It is the trickiest thing. Mm -hmm. I have struggled with voice. Struggled with it. (laughs) I've never done any training, but I've actually practiced quite a bit with some different methods there's a lot of different methods but it's mostly like self-trained for Hmm. me because i've watched youtube videos or read websites so you haven't hired a voice coach i haven't like there's a lot of youtube videos that are great i love youtube videos for like trans voice Mm -hmm. and the one that i really liked the most i lost it i don't know the link and i don't know who did it and she was perfect she had the best voice and if I ever find that video again, I will, like... But she talked about doing it in your throat. Other people, like, on uh, TS Roadmap, I think it's still a website. I used to love TS Roadmap back in the day. It's, like, it... Um, at the time, it was, like, the best resource for, like, transgender information. It may still be. They had a big thing about doing it, like, back of your throat or doing it really high-pitched and then lowering it. And that one never worked for me. Mm. But doing the throat and focusing on the throat worked for me. Mm. I've found with voice that, and this is probably something that a lot of other people experience, if I'm 
consciously focusing on it, mm-hmm. I can sound pretty good, I think. Okay. As, I, as like an evening goes on or something, mm-hmm. I stop focusing on it. And you can actually probably hear our episodes. If you listen to like a longer episode, I'm at the beginning, I'm probably like, hi, everyone, I'm Faith. And I'm so high pitched. <laughs> and then at the end, I go like this. Cause I, <laughs> you know, because I, I, I stop paying attention to it. Mm. And so it's effortful. It's a it's effortful thing. It's like good posture or something where you don't quite have the sense memory, the muscle memory. Exactly. You still are working on that. One of my favorite, well, not one of my favorites, but an interesting thing that happens is I also, like, if I'm at work, I'm sitting at my desk the whole time, like, mm. just, you know, working, but not talking on the phone or talking to people. I'm a very quiet, introverted worker. <laughs> and then the phone will ring or someone will come by and I'm like, wait it. Hang on. Like, I have to let the phone go a couple ah. rings. Yeah. And, like, find my voice. Mm-hmm. But I, I get consistently mammed on the phone. That's awesome. It is. It makes me feel really good. Every time someone's like, one moment, ma'am. I'm like, yay. Yes. And I think, yeah, I think that also, we also discussed this in our voice surgery episode, mm-hmm. link down below, is that cadence cadence word choice things like that volume do a great deal also Mm -hmm. for your passing Mm -hmm. we can't always get the right pitch we can't always get that high natural sounding voice but if you can do the sing-songy kind of more natural feel Mm -hmm. like that'll help quite a bit actually and i feel like we've discussed before where you've talked about your phrasing where you know if you're at a bar you'll say can i have an IPA, as opposed to, oh, give me an IPA. Like, there are different ways that women yeah, phrase things exactly. than men do. And honestly, for a person like Faith, who looks quite beautiful when, oh, thank she's, you. when she's out on the town, walking around, going to work, or whatever, it's almost a matter of just the voice not distracting from that. You just have to be good enough to, yeah, exactly. to go along with your presentation mm-hmm. and i think ultimately the voice training is probably what probably really helps about the voice training is making you practice it kind of forces you to practice yeah. in a very intense way that someone like me who practices her entire time and is also gets very lazy um, and so it's like posture the more you it's practice like posture. It, the easier it is the more natural it will exactly be, the less effortful it will be and your posture is uh is not 100%. i actually looked into <laughs> i actually looked into uh, we're at a podcasting studio mm-hmm. being guests on our friend's podcast link hey, down below hey you know it mm-hmm. and i saw like a little thing for like feminine voice training and i was like awesome M- mtf oh, yeah, voice training business card yeah. yeah and then i like went to her website looked at the videos and then i didn't one of her success i didn't know one of her success stories was actually a store clerk of a store i i would go to a lot oh. so i knew this i knew this person oh and this person did not have a good voice i see and that was one of her success stories that was like on a video on her website and i'm like um no wow this i'm not is... gonna spend the money and it wasn't cheap New either it's a small town it wow. is it is and the trans community is a small community i guess so. so it could be that that girl worked and worked and worked and was like doing great and just sort of 
you know, life happened, you know, yeah. and she didn't keep up with it. So she sort of dropped down a, an octave or something. And it may have been. It's complicated for everyone. I feel the need to defend this poor clerk. That's fine. Here, hand me this. So not one. everyone can get voice surgery like our friend did. A lot of people are looking at a world where it's just training. Training can even be expensive. Mm. I would definitely say absolutely go online. YouTube I think videos. YouTube Link videos down below. are the absolute best resource for this. And it's really just kind of understanding how to play with your own vocal instrument in a way that you will find the right sounds. I actually, you know, use my phone. Mm-hmm. I've done this for years and I would like record specific like, I would sit there and use, like, the voice memo mm-hmm. function mm-hmm. on there, the sound recorder, and, like, try things and, like, read. I used to read the Constitution. I don't know why I picked the Constitution, but, but it was just a way to, um, the preamble to the Constitution, oh, which is a course. way to have, like, a standard text. Mm-hmm. That was all. It's just mm-hmm. a standard text. And I used to read it and, like, record it and play myself back. And that also helped quite mm-hmm. a bit. Mm-hmm. The frustrating thing was, like, I could get it sometimes. Sometimes, oh, my God, I would hear those recordings back. And I sounded so utterly cis. Sometimes. And then sometimes I wouldn't. Quite a lot. I wouldn't. No. It's, it's a tricky. It's, like, it's work. Yeah. It's work. It's work. That's all it is. Yeah. And being out full time, having to use my voice every single day mm-hmm. which kath knows i also get lazy on <laughs> um which i i don't do i i like come home from work and i'm like don't bother doing the voice but doing the voice like at work has helped me kind of get into the habit and mm-hmm. i've even noticed that my boy voice has started using the, the sort of cadence and so rhythm your, your baseline voice your default yeah voice. my default voice mm-hmm. is started using kind of the same patterns and rhythms and things and so i'm I'm definitely i think the more i do it the more it becomes natural but Mm -hmm. i haven't gotten to the point where i'm just like at home chilling out and i'm like i'm gonna take the dog out and i do the voice i'm Mm kind of lazy i'm very lazy i've described myself as the world's laziest trans person i think a lot of people are lazy and that's because when you're out and you're at work or you're walking around or something like that it's just exhausting. It's exhausting for everyone, but it's like triple exhausting for trans people. It is. That was actually... And then you finally get home. Ugh. Yeah. That was actually literally one of the things about transition that I had not heard people talk about. And it's mm. kind of surprised me is that it does, like I was saying, your work is tiring anyway, but having the trans thing on top of that, it's like you don't even sometimes notice, but... Mm-hmm. You know, thinking about the voice all day, thinking, you know, as you walk out to get a sandwich at lunch, am I, am I moving the right way? Mm-hmm. Is my, is my, are my emotions or my voice or anything giving me away? Is how I, how I open my purse mm-hmm. and grab my wallet, is that giving me away? Just um, interacting with the bus driver or the grocery store clerk or the deli person, like just that is, Another level of complication that cis people just don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't blame you for getting home and being like, I am. It's it's, forget everything. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I'm the late. I'm very lazy. So I I have been working on my voice. Thank you. I'm glad you think it's better. Yes. But I have been, I've been working on that. And it's interesting that you brought up in your question 
the idea of the podcast. Mm -hmm. And it is an audio medium. Mm -hmm. It is a, a medium that is nothing but audio. And I think there is a smaller number of transgender women doing podcasts than there are transgender women doing videos. That makes sense. And fewer transgender women doing videos than trans women on Instagram just okay. doing pictures. Mm -hmm. Looking the part is sometimes easier than sounding the part and moving the part. Mm -hmm. Looking the part is can sometimes be easier than sounding the part or having the right body language of the part. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's probably why I think there's not that many trans women doing podcasts. I actually, and I can internalize, I can do my own internalized transphobia on this. Mm -hmm. I remember... Kath listening. Kath listens to way more podcasts. I virtually don't listen to podcasts at she all. She actually listens to music. That's something I, I listen don't to do so tons much. of music. Yeah, and also I like YouTube videos. Which honestly, a lot of YouTube videos I watch are educational, which could be podcasts, but whatever. <laughs> I actually remember you were listening to one, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Why would a trans woman do a podcast? Our voices suck." I listen to almost all of the transgender podcasts actually because there are podcasting yeah. sisters and brothers and it's interesting to hear the topics well, they concentrate on and you know get ideas to steal is, from them this was way before we launched gender rebels oh okay this was this was like way before we launched gender rebels you would just be like hooking or something mm -hmm. and be listening to a trans podcast and, and you was, would overhear it. I would overhear it and go, "Why? I don't understand why a trans woman would do a podcast in the first place. Voice I'm, is not our strength. Even the best, and there's some trans women who have the best perfect voices. But it's rarely, I will say rarely, our um, strength. Okay. Then I guess, I don't know. I just, now here we are. Here we are. <laughs> and I think it's because I really wanted to do a podcast with you. And this was the way... I could do it without doing too much research mm -hmm. or just doing one of those boring, let's talk about our lives podcasts. Yeah. Not boring. That's how I started podcasting. Okay. Sorry. Read down below. But um, I digress. Sorry. To me, they're, to me, they can be boring. Obviously, they all have their fans. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's doing a podcast in a medium where your voice gives you away is kind of jumping in the deep end mm -hmm. to a certain extent. And, I did worry about that. Certainly, I hear our episodes and I'm like, oh my God, I sound terrible. Why did we, oh, I sound like a boy. Oh my gosh, I sound so much like a boy. I do that every time I hear it. Really? Yeah, pretty, well, sometimes, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I sound perfect <laughs> right there. But other times I'm like, ah, sound like a boy. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting that people listen and like, are like, hey, Faith, you're getting better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's a, long-term process getting That's better it is a process if you're getting better you're moving in the right direction and for those of you listening and working on your voice i'm confident that you are moving in the right direction even if it's just something you are effortful about at work or with strangers on the street or in stores that's still practice. You're That's still like, building that skill. This is a years-long process. This sure. is not... You're never going to get... Um, I say that someone probably did. You're never. You're most likely not going to get really good voice results or really find that perfect voice overnight. Oh, certainly not overnight. No, but no one transitions overnight either. Exactly. Transition is a long, long process. And the deeper I get into it, the more I realize, oh my gosh, this is like quite... A long process. Is it a but, lifelong process? 
I don't know. Or do you ask just me get there? Ask me point? on our ten thousand five hundred and fifty first episode. Making a note. Ten thousand. <laughs> I forget. I don't know how many years that is. First episode. Math. Math and voice is not my strength. Do not let me do a mathematics podcast. Hundred years of podcasting. I will not be checking with you. We could. They could. That. They could do some sort of neural uplink or something by then. Not for podcasting though. Maybe. I don't know. Well, thank you for sending that question. It is really, really interesting. Those thank of you, you working on your voices, if you have YouTube videos, if you have courses, if you have trainers, if you have things that you like that have worked for you or have worked for other people, let us know. Let's make this a big clearinghouse of voice training resources. Everyone can use it. Yeah, and I will try to post the ones that I, I know of that mm-hmm. I think are good. And... If you've got other ones, yeah, please tweet us uh, at the Gender Rebels and uh, let us know which ones that you think really work. Or if you've got a trainer that's perfect, post that. Some other people in your area might be able to see it and uh, look into that more. Honestly, for voice training, it probably doesn't even have to be in the area. You can do that by Skype, right? Yeah, actually, some of them do do it by Skype. Cool. Yeah, the future. Voice is like everything, yeah. Takes time, takes effort. Mm -hmm. 10,000 hours to become an expert. And that's a little over three years, 12 hours a day for three years. So it's like two and a half years, right? Two and a half years. I believe in you. And we believe in you too. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you so much. Talk to you next time. Thanks, Kimberly. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. We have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards, including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us and send your questions to questions at gender or find us on Twitter at the gender rebels. Music for the gender rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. The Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production copyright 2017, all rights reserved. And to all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye. Hey, Faith, I got a question. Do you? Yes. What's your question? Actually, Kimberly has a question. Kimberly. Kimberly is the third host he never sees.